the stairs, the set piece, and the debris. And it's taken! Oh, it's a wonderful set piece! Giving you the very best from the Nigerian Professional Football League. A result, not a scoreline. This is the MPFL Tory Podcast. We are live! Throwing substitution from Eddie Tagoe. Akilu Mohamed from the left hand side flashed the cross across the first of goal. Ebenezer Odebi was able to drift away two defenders. The space was there for Wasiu Alalade. He had one job there to poke him straight to the back of the net and put in shooting stars ahead in this encounter. Eddie Tagoe is inspired. The fans are happy with this one. In the near close to 10,000 supporters of Shooting Stars Football Club, they do say that the people love their football, and rightly so, Wasela Lade has given them something to love and to share about. Shooting Stars Football Club won. Katina United, nil. So Shooting Stars routed out the wind or the victories of match day 4 with an emphatic, terrific atmosphere in Ibadan where they picked their first win of the season against Kasina United, Wasio Alalade, scoring the winner in that particular game. Welcome to another episode of the MPFL Tory Podcast. My name is Chris and before I go on, I want to say Happy New Year to all of our listeners and thank you for always taking out time to listen to the podcast. I've got two amazing guys with me here on this episode. I've got both of them are Sam, so I will go with Jay Sam and Sammy on this episode of the podcast. Sam, I'm good to have you. Sammy, rather, good to have you on the podcast. And it's your first time since December, and since you won the medal at Lagos. <laughs> uh, Happy New Year to everybody listening. Um, yeah, it's been a while. I've not been able to make a few episodes this um season but yeah we're here we're back and we're doing this together again and your team they're performing um, woefully now we are not supposed to start with my team now. i mean <laughs> let's start with the game i was in i was in another game yesterday and i enjoyed the game so let's just start with my team <laughs> well for jason his team uh, I, I wish we were having a video recording right now for you all can see jason his team got their first win in four games yesterday against kasina united and it was a terrific atmosphere in Ibadan. And with that, when Jason, thank you for being on the podcast. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, Chris. <laughs> and got, to our listeners. He got a chicken. <laughs> <He got> a <laughs> now. <laughs> After we won yesterday, I suppose Gara entered. Um, it's a pleasure uh, to be on the podcast again. I think um, uh, in the last two episodes, I think I came on one. And uh, before the year 2021 ran out. Um, it's a pleasure joining you and Sam. Uh, for this particular episode of the show. And I'm glad that the last time we spoke, I think it was uh, prior to the opening weekend of the game, of the league season. And now I'm here shooting stars that finally won. Hopefully when I no, speak no, no, no. again. It was against Aqua United, where you predicted 1-0 shooting stars. Okay, 1-0 shooting stars, but it didn't happen. Uh, but the 1-0 happened against Casino. Against Casino. 
But the truth of the matter is that we won five points from four games. Not bad. Not bad. When I started shooting stars, it was a terrific game, and Asami was um, the color commentator for that game on MPFL Radio alongside Michael Imiavan. And Asami, let's start with the atmosphere. It was a great atmosphere. I'm very sure you enjoyed the commentary all through. It was absolutely electric. It was a very, very amazing um, um, atmosphere. We already know that um, Ibadan fans are very, very <clears throat> particular about their football. They love their football, and um, this is something we have known even before Shooting Stars went to the lower division, and the fans have been waiting for them to come back, and they were back, and they came in their numbers as usual now, and the stadium was always was full beyond the capacity. So yeah, it was good. It was absolutely interesting calling that one. You feel like you're in another atmosphere, in another place entirely, but it was a very, very good game. I think that Ibadan fans should pat themselves on the back. Well, Jason, um, it took a while to get that goal eventually um, before Basio Lelade came. Um, Gafala Femenio was one player we talked about a lot from the NNL coming to the MPFL. And um, yesterday when we saw him, in my own opinion, I don't think he is ready for the MPFL. Definitely. I also agree to that fact that um, Gafa isn't ready. Um, you know, right from the preseason uh, games that they've, they played, uh, most of the games he didn't feature at first. It was later that he came to the score, came back to the score and started playing again. But prior to that time, there was um, Sochi Maelu that you asked about. Mm, yeah, I did. I asked about uh, um, He didn't feature. Um, Paloma as well was injured a bit, then came back to the uh, score. So I, I, I think um, Gafa isn't ready yet because he fluffed his lines um, quite a couple of times yesterday. I should have helped uh, decide to go or even get at least a brace for himself. Yeah. Even should have, actually. Half, should even have. in the first half. He had so many chances. But I think the way to get the best out of him is to play Ode Emi up front because it seems Ode Emi is in a better form shape at the moment. Although you might say he's yet to get his goal for shooting stars. But one thing that, has, that he has shown so far is that he's ready to offer something. Mm-hmm. That is his um, uh, Udo play up front. He can bring others into play, the likes of Malomo, uh, Chinidu, you know, Ademu, Asalala, there, and the likes. He can hold up play for them and let it get into um, favorite and dangerous positions and get the goods for us. If they can utilize his strength very well. And I think that's quite important for Edita Gui. He needs to plan and understand his team very well. You can't uh, rely on um, Gafo Olafimbi at this point in time. It's just, it's not working. Let me, that's the word. It's not working right now. Perhaps it might work later in the season, but right now it's not working. So the mind, the technical crew needs to make some changes. And I know that when they go for the next away game, we are going to see some of that. Because maybe because it's an away game. Because the that away game will be difficult. Probably it will be difficult. One dead elephant. Very difficult. <laughs> we are also looking for points. <laughs> We're talking about the technical crew, the coach of three SC. Had something to say after the win against Casino United. Was the better performance from the game against Alpha United. We are able to possess the ball, we are able to be in control most of the time. When we have the ball, when we do have the ball, we are able to be in control. And gradually, the boys are settling down to play in the NPFL. And I'm, we are very happy as well that yes, we created chances today, but at least we are able to score one of those chances. From now on, we hope that the team can improve and the aspect of combating that. 
Well, for Casino United, um, they didn't really offer much. Probably when they considered the goal, they come out trying to get an equalizer late on in the game. Sammy, um, uh, you would you wouldn't say that Casino United offered anything um, before they considered the goal, would you? No, they were not threatening at all. It was more like they were just defending. Going forward, they really offered nothing. And even after the goal, yes, they powered up the pressure, but they were not really able to create so many clear cut chances aside. Um, the one that um, Rashid Ahmed had, which um, goalkeeper Okanamo was really up to the tax. Aside that, they just pushed forward. Yeah, they tried to press them, but they didn't really create chances. So they didn't offer so much attacking-wise. Well, the coach of Kashina United, Aziz Aldu, had this to say after the game. He blamed fatigue a lot in his post-match interview. Even the distance, even the distance from Kassina to Madan can affect anything. So it's not easy for a player, uh, for a player to give you high intense 90 minutes. It's very, very difficult. We came by the road, we came by road. So it's not an easy uh, journey. And for them to play that high intense, you expect them to drop in the second half. Oscar slow in the first half and uh, pick up in the second half. It's one of those things in the football when there is a lot of stress from the players. I think uh, it's just the distance that affected us in the second half because now the fatigue holds the players down. And you know, you cannot change all the players. When we brought in two players, I think they step up a bit. Only uh, the result has already gone to the, the home team. And away from me, but let's go to uh, the adopted home ground of Canopilas, Kaduna, where the elephants were bruised. Wounded in Kaduna against Kano Pillars and Ayumba and Fidelity George falling again, his second loss in the MPFL after losing to Rivers United some days ago. He fell again to Kano Pillars and Jason. I, I didn't, we, I'm very sure you weren't expecting that loss considering the form of Kano Pillars, but then yeah, it happened. Um, I wouldn't say I wasn't uh, expecting uh, that loss for Ayumba, but I would say. Uh, Kano Pillars were already wounded uh, before that particular game. Uh, they had not lost to Castina in four years, and they lost to them in Katsina, Katsina United. And for him, but Iba lost at home to Rivers United. That's uh, um, a rivalry uh, between two sides, mm-hmm. and a game they shouldn't have even lost at home, but they did. Um, Finidi George, I think it's a reality check for him that the MPFL is not as easy as you think. You've won um, your first two games, I mean in the league, not even on the continent now. So, reality check, two back-to-back defeats for them, prior to that game. So, I was I was just looking for Kano Pillars to get the goal. At least they need a goal to start uh, getting win, um, getting wins in the season, which uh, they eventually did on the day. Um, based on the reports of those who saw the game, it was him in the first half, then Kano Pillars in the second half. So, um, maybe Yimba were too uh, wasteful in front of goal. And that's the case with so many MPFL teams. You see chances like 12, 15 chances and you manage to score one. Like we saw yesterday. Just like we saw yesterday. Ordinarily, the shooting stars should have been casting out nothing less than three goals. Nothing less than three goals. Because they had those clear court chances. But in those crucial moments that you need to make the right decisions, they didn't. And that was why the goal was... They had to put themselves under pressure before getting that goal. But I think for Yemba uh, now, it's the way forward. Just like uh, the manager said after the game, that um, there are no excuses for the defeat in Kaduna. But Kanopila has now, Saliso has moved up, moved on to the national team. The national team. Yeah. And I feel that's where the problem um, comes in once again. Because in recent years, teams that have 
um, appointed managers with national team assignments, they've always struggled. I remember 20, 2018, they had about um, with Plato, then uh, Imam Amak Wakabu as well uh, had issues. So I think for Canopulas, it's the win that uh, shoots them up. And next game, next game for them is Sunshine Stars. They should uh, uh, be hopeful of getting something from Djibouti. But Sami, why Canopulas were struggling to score goals? At least they fought to another team in another another adopted ground, I should say. Um, Rangers um, ran riots over Niger Tornadoes. Maybe they were newcomers. That's why uh, they were able to find that amount of goals. But they scored four unrefined goals against Niger Tornadoes. And Christian Naji, who was a big part of their last season uh, is on this question already. Well, I, I don't think it's because Nigerians are our newcomers. I mean, the first half was a different game entirely. It was 0 0 in the first half. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I mean, most of us were already asking uh, what's, what's going on at, at this moment. We're expecting uh, Rangers to actually win the game. Yes, I was expecting Rangers to win the game. But after the first half and then seeing that it was still 0 0 being played, it didn't make it didn't make any sense to me. It looked somehow and then Second half, we just saw the goals beginning to pour in, and then one, two, three, ah, ah. and then you ask yourself, is this the same Rangers that played in the first half? So that's the kind of game that you say was a game of two halves. It was absolutely a game of two halves, and I think um, Rangers should pat themselves at their back. Uh, the team talk during halftime must have been something that really, really uh, made the boys come out with a different mindset. So yeah. For them, that was a very, very important win, and it's good for them. Well, before the new year, four teams had not got wins um, in three match games. When, on the new year, um, Canopilla's um, shooting stars and Gobe United, and they defeated Lobby Stars by three goals to nothing, got their wins. Sunshine Stars remained the only club side not to get a win and not to get a goal this season in the MPFL. And Jason, it looks almost like relegation is calling for their career corners. Barren land. But in, in reality, they're not barren, they have oil. <laughs> big, big issues um, for the winner wins. Um, last season, at this point, I think they were top. At this stage of last season, I think they were top. Yeah, top they top were. They were. About. And uh, this season, they are struggling for goals. Are struggling for goals. How do and you I think at this this time last season they had defeated Rangers by three goals to one or so. Yeah, and they also won in Dakada two one in Uyu. So it's quite difficult. The contrast, for them, honestly. But I think they have a very good they have a very good manager. It's just that they, there's a big issue with um, the attacking um, players that they have. Uh, last season they had Sadiq Yusuf. Yeah, and he scored 13 goals. Yeah, he got them 13 goals. It's one of the reasons why they didn't get relegated last season. But this time around, there's really no out and out center forward that they have that can point to, which I think it's a challenge for the side. Um, I was surprised that uh, they picked the point in Port And somebody who saw the game said it was down to the tactical organization of uh, the team that the manager was smart enough to play right footed guy against uh, the informed Sakura few mm. and he was able to mark him for large spells in the game and they they, they didn't concede in the end but playing away from home uh, at a neutral ground is always a problem there's there's no motivation from from anywhere for you uh, you are playing at a neutral ground and you're missing your 12th man definitely you're missing the home support look at the fans at uh, um, at Patami Stadium in Gobi yesterday look at the fans here in Ibadan 
for the game against uh, Kassina United. United. You look at that kind of support. If you get that in a uh, possibly uh, you put your opponent under serious pressure and you might just get one or two goals in the end. So I think it's a, a big challenge. It, it's a tall order for them. They need quality players. Uh, they need to just get a center forward. I think they need a, a, a goal poacher. I think that's the issues that they have. They need a goal poacher because you can't just compete without a striker. How will you score the goals? You need you need a goal poacher. So, and this was the team that was calling in the preseason tournament. Now yeah. the season has started. They are yet to get. And the goals have dried up. The goals have dried up. Score finish. But I think they will, they will find their way soon. Well, MFM, <coughs> Sammy capitulated in Bauchi uh, against Wiki Tourist and yeah. your team. Are currently in 19th position on the mm. table. Well, uh, we are familiar with that position. <laughs> very, very familiar. Very familiar. <laughs> the only thing is that we don't end up there. We never end up there. But it wasn't it wasn't an impressive performance, especially coming from um, on the back of a victory against a player. United, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I felt maybe that was going to be something going into the next game. It's not like Gombe have been um, beating teams in the in the, in the uh, week here. I beg your pardon, have been beating teams. You know, they didn't play their first game. And against Sunshine, yeah. Sunshine too. I expected us to at least go, maybe pick up a point, just one point, just keep the focus. At some point, it was looking like, okay, nothing is happening. And then it didn't take time. It didn't take time. And then Wiki scored already, and like, really already. And then one, two, and two became three. Honestly speaking, I think I'm sure Balogun has got a lot of work to do right now. The, the technical advisor, he has got a lot of work to do with that MFM thing. I think most of the problem that we're having is also owing to the fact that. We didn't sign players. We let players go. We didn't sign players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ebenezer, for one, is a shooting stars. Other, some other players left the club, and there was no replacement. Really. Yeah. We just took from what we had before. These are the things we're talking about. You need proper recruitment if you're going to let players go. And if we are going to stay up, the manager needs to find a working strategy, and maybe bring some more um, players from the youth side because right now it's not looking good at all. And then. Next game is imminent. I was actually discussing mm-hmm. with um, someone, a, a, a journalist, a colleague of ours, and telling telling him that um, MFM can actually comfortably play three five two with the kind of players they have. But let's leave it to the technical advisor, Shola Balogun, to decide what's good enough for the Olukoya boys. Well, it's been a fantastic weekend in the MPFL. No red cards for the first time since uh, the new season began. Uh, we didn't see any red card this weekend. And we also saw the fastest goal this weekend, uh, Jason uh, Gordon Obadje against um, Quora United, scoring less than a minute, isn't it? So it was truly a great game to watch out for. And, and match day five is just um, some days away. Um, Sami, um, so key fixtures to work out for. Lobby against Aqua United. Uh, well, Lobby themselves are coming on the back of what is not an impressive performance, and then um, and they will be at home. Aqua United themselves have been hot and cold this season, so and they were cold against Nasarawa. They were cold against Nasarawa, mm. so yeah, they, both both teams are really coming to look for the points here. And I, honestly speaking, I can't tell you that Aqua United will walk away from the with a point, but they have been playing good football as well. If you watch Aqua United play, you just look at them; they move the ball, they spread the ball very well, and you just wonder why they are not getting the goals. So that game is really going to be it's going to be a tough fixture, but I think Lobby should be able to get something out of it. They should they should be getting something because they're going to win next. Actually, they must get something for their coach. And exactly. talking about coaches on fire, Fenindi George is one coach that is on fire at the moment, and they face Jay Sam's shooting stars. <clears throat> Inaba, champion and champion, they face each other. <laughs> which are, which former which champions, champions former champions they against face former each other champions. Why <laughs> eight times winners versus five time winners? Eh, no, okay. Uh, NLA, NLA, the difference. No, no one okay. has spent more time in the NLA over the past. 
He spent time for that and no concern. But then, oh yeah, now. But then, shooting stars, do you think you guys will get a point? Uh, confidence is low on the side of uh, the elephants. Uh, I think there's no better time for you to face them than now. Um, so, I, I think we can fancy our chances. But going by what uh, I saw yesterday, I think uh, the team is not yet ready. Uh, I mean, shooting stars, they are still trying to uh, get their rhythm together. Um, first half, Akili Mohamed played behind the striker. I've never seen him play that role for us. Uh, but I was surprised he played up front. Dari, Olatoji, and Aliete Oko sat behind him. And it didn't work, to be honest. It didn't work. It was when Akilu dropped uh, and Dari was pulled out. Um, we were able to see those uh, passes into the final third. And um, that was one of them that led to the goals. So I think it would be crucial for us to play players that can uh, help us uh, get goals. And, and I think uh, on the flanks as well, we need our... Our wingers, our wingers, I mean the left-footed ones now. Yesterday, none of them came on. Um, Ayadejubu, as well as Chinedu and Oadimu, none of these guys came up uh, during the game. So I think it's a, it's a, it's a, big, it's a big challenge uh, for us facing Finidi. I think they're also wounded Lions now. They've lost back-to-back games. So yeah. they will be very, very <laughs> focused on picking a win back in Naba. Um Never say never, <laughs> never but, say never, but, 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 <laughs> but I like but, that. Never say but, never, but I'm hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> well, another game to watch out for will be MFM up against Abel Warriors. Abel Warriors dealt a last minute blow by Kora United, ah. and MFM uh, coming from that awesome from Bauchi, uh, they'll still be hot. You know, at, at some point, we already thought um, that game was already gone. Abia Warriors have um, sealed that one. And then you saw the highlight for, of the goal, and it looked like they themselves were already so confident that they had gotten yeah, the victory. So they just sat back and just one pass unlocked the entire defense. And then the cross, boom, it was a leveler. Uh, but for um, MFM now taking on this um, Abia side, I think MFM have no excuse but to win. The manager knows that there's pressure. He said it in the win against Play 2. That there was so much pressure on him. Yeah. Now you went away and you suffered that kind of huge loss. So then you're it's not back. huge actually. It's just three nil. Three is not huge. Nigeria Niger- Niger- just got four. Three is not huge because the has got four. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Twitter has done to the goal difference now of MFM. So yeah, <laughs> it be like basket now. You got the park goal, but yeah, the MFM have no business whatsoever drawing or losing that match. Strictly a win in that match, but I won't be surprised if they end up not picking up with me. They have not played so beautifully well in um, Teslim in the pitch. I don't know if they have started training there yet. It seems like they don't even still understand the pitch so much, here, but I think they should be able to win that game. And the, in fact, it should be a win. They should not give me any excuse. They win. <laughs> Jason, um, two struggling sides, Sunshine Stars face Canopies on a neutral ground. Um, if it was in a career pub, we were giving Sunshine um, probably some hopes or some advantage, but and in, in Jebo did now, um, I think Canopillas may just struggle to, I may just get a win or get a draw rather in, in that fixture. Go and write it down. What are we writing down? Canopillas cannot win in Jebo did. Okay. Ah, they are a very this. useless away side. It's the fact. <laughs> they are useless away from home. It's the fact. Okay. So I don't expect them to win. Maybe Sunshine starts if I, they can just up the ante a little bit. They can get a win against Canopillas. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, with Jason describing 
pillars as a very useless site. Uh, but then for more fixtures of Match Day 5, uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at MPFL Terry and on Instagram at MPFL on um, Terry. Let me put Jason on the spot. A Yimba shooting stars in Abba. A prediction quickly. A Yimba 1, shooting stars 1. Okay. Wow. Getting the points uh, for the Lillary <laughs> Warriors. Um, mm. MFM Abia Warriors, Sammy. MFM 2, Abia Warriors 1. Okay. There you have it. The predictions are out, and should they put money? Should they put money on that? If you want to put money on MFM, just play MFM with no draw. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we have for you on this episode of the MPFL Three Podcast. Thanks uh, to these two great guys, uh, Jay Sam and Sammy, for gracing the episode of the podcast. Um, to our listeners, I uh, thank you for so much uh, for taking time to listen. My name is Chris. Till the very next episode, stay safe and God bless you. <laughs>